Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. I'm your host, AJ Sherry, and alongside me, as always, is the Movie Council's daddy, Dan Sherry, the smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant. Hello. And, of course, the CEO of the Movie Council, Tim Sherry. Each week, the Movie Council... Gives you the latest in movie news, reviews, as well as deep dives into our favorite films, directors, and actors. And tonight, we're going back to 2009 to revisit, or for some of us, I think, visit the film Knives Out, directed by Ryan Johnson, starring a whole host of great actors, led by Daniel Craig and Anna de Armas, Chris Evans, and on and on. Great cast. Um, And the reason we're doing that is because we're anticipating the release later this year of glass onion a knives out mystery it's called releasing later this year so i think it's a good time to talk about knives out um and kind of get everyone kind of hyped for the for the next one so but before we do all that how you doing marky good i'm good i think you said 2009 the movie is 2019 2019 sorry i sorry i misspoke 2019 when he said that, I was like, fuck, it came out that long ago. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I misspoke. I misspoke. Sorry. No. Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. A little bit tired. Stayed up uh, too late last night playing video games, um, which I, you know, I'm getting too old to be doing that shit, and I'm paying for it now. But other than that, I am good. Great. Glad to hear it. Glad to have you tonight. <laughs> Dan, how you doing, brother? Oh, not too shabby, you know? Uh I'm kind of a weird week. Uh, uh, I was the same like before we came on. Like it, it just felt like all of a sudden it was Friday. Like the whole week just kind of was a blur for me. So, but uh, you know, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just uh, just one of those kind of weird weeks, you know. Just everything blurred together. But uh, here we are, Friday. We're talking movies, which uh, always always excites me. It's a good time. So, uh, I, I do want to point out uh, one thing. And I also just, because I know Andy likes to ask me to do this, so I'm going to steal it from him just to be mean. Um, you can follow us <laughs> on social media. We're uh, at Movie Council Pod. We're on uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And uh, you can email us. The email is moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And, you know, hit us up with uh, some movie recommendations or whatever. And also be sure to, you know, subscribe and rate and review the podcast helps us out so mr president <laughs> hey let's look, let's 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 inject a little energy into these fucking right. Right. Now it's friday night baby we're gonna we're gonna talk some fucking movies i got the fucking gold here with me i got the fucking rotten tomatoes game title on my shoulder all right, all right. that i've held for a long time now probably a few hundred days raining I feel fucking great. Work was horse shit this week, like usual, um, but uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I didn't spend the entire night drinking before this started. I've only been drinking <laughs> for like the last, I don't know, 
hour. I went to the gym. <laughs> I went grocery shopping. I made some food. I'm ready to talk some fucking movies now. You got you boys ready? Yeah. Nice. You, you know what? You know what? I forgot about that fucking title. Coming mm. for it. Coming mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Coming yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna wear the gold okay. all night, baby. I'm gonna get it right here over the old. Get the strap over the old shoulder here for the evening. That's, that's the way I like to wear my titles over yeah. the shoulder. You know. Yeah. Well, at this uh, point, I can't get it around my fucking gut anymore. So yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and right, whether you like old, it or not, it's going over the shoulder. Yeah, like Kevin Owens style. I'm gonna yeah. fucking throw it here. <laughs> oh, baby. I'll keep it short and sweet. Normal week for me. Driving around in my new car. It's been a dream. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Living in the future. That's right. Aside from that, everything's great. I I, I just kind of want to let's fast forward and start talking about knives out because, um, you know, I've, I'm revisiting it. But can I just ask, is it, DP, have you? Is this the first time you're seeing this? Yes, I I, I watched it today, as a matter of fact, for the Hey-o. first time. So yeah, it's very fresh in my mind, and yeah, it's the first all time right. I've seen it. All right, uh, and the rest of us, we've already seen it. All right, right? Yeah, I. You know, the thing is, I realized when I was I actually rewatched it um, today. <clears throat> Yeah, um, but I realized I, the time I saw it, uh, I saw it in the movie theater, and I think I was royally fucked up when I saw it. Um, okay. I was dating some broad. She smoked a lot of weed. I'm a lightweight on weed, and we smoked a whole bunch before we went in. Because I was watching, and I'm like, man, I don't remember a good portion of this. Like I like, I don't remember. Like I'm not. I don't want to fucking. We'll get into the whole plot and everything like that. But like. Really, yeah. you know how like you kind of figure out early on what happened to him, like what went down. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that. Totally fucking forgot that. I mean, um, obviously not completely. I mean, the whole story doesn't. Right, right but like okay. the the big one that we'll get into in a minute, like yeah. really what happened. Right, like the crux with the with 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 what's her name, Anna Diarmas? Is that her yeah, name? Yeah, Marta. Yeah. Marta. Yeah, I just yeah, out. completely have no fucking recollection of that. Um, so it was really nice to watch it again. Yeah. I, I came up a little short. I had to fast forward because it was time to get on the show, but uh, to get to the end, but but I did. It, yeah, it was great. So in case you haven't seen the film, um, it's a star-studded ensemble cast. I mentioned some of the, the actors in it, but it's a, it's they, Ryan Johnson's bringing back the classic whodunit, um, the patriarch of a family is found dead in his uh, room one uh, morning and you know it's deemed a suicide but then they bring in this uh, eccentric um detective yeah and the uh and uh foul play is you know suspected and they go through the whole you know investigation so but I'm a big fan of it, but I, I kind of I, I almost wanted to hear from from Dan first because he, he's going into this fresh. Um, I got to tell you though, before I get to you, Dan, um, mm-hmm. I always be, before the show I'll pull up whatever movie we're talking about. I'll pull up the page on Rotten Tomato, and I didn't. I totally forgot this film is a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomato. Oh, wow, wow, and ninety-two percent audience score. This thing killed. Uh, nominated for an Oscar for best original screenplay. Um, and let me get you get I'll get to you right now, Dan, before I say anything else and mm-hmm. <laughs> step on step all over you. What did you think of Knives Out? So uh I guess I like overall I really fucking loved this. I, I thought it was great. I love the, the like that whole murder mystery kind of genre. You know, like there's a couple different versions of this. You know, you got your movies like uh, you know, like seven, where like you know, they kind of give you clues throughout and 
but you don't you have no idea who the killer could be and then there's this type which you know kind of like a like clue or you know a lot of agatha christie and sherlock holmes yes. stuff where you know like the crime starts at the beginning and then they just introduce you to all the potential killers and you know as a viewer you're you're along for the ride trying to figure out who done it and you know it's super fun and, and this one had that for like the first hour or actually a little less even before they actually revealed what happens but they do such an interesting job of it at first you're not quite sure like oh, is that really how it went down or is that just one person's perspective and it kind of keeps you guessing throughout the whole thing and you know and it just kind of lays down stuff as it goes and little clues um i i thought again because i'm a huge huge fan of like sherlock holmes type you know stories so i love this and that dude uh daniel craig is uh benoit blanc yeah was fucking excellent and, and he was clearly like trying to be Sherlock Holmes. There's a couple of times, like he referred to Marta as Watson a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even said, the game is afoot, you know? Right. Like, clearly he just wants to be Sherlock Holmes and like he does such a fun job of it and laying out the clues. So yeah, yeah. I I loved it. I, I thought it was fun. Um, one of my, like, I, I, I gotta say, uh, you know, I, I'll come back to this, but the whole thing, well, the title being Knives Out and the the situation with the knife, especially at the end, mm -hmm. like I, I they kind of teased it at the beginning and you had no like I was thinking about it ever since the beginning and I wasn't sure how it was going to play out, but it played out very differently than I expected, mm -hmm. you know, so but yeah, I, I, I love the. Uh, the clues they give you and just the way they kind of bring you along the way. And then you get the big kind of, you know, summation at the end with Daniel Craig, who was excellent. And uh, I would say Chris Evans, fucking awesome as the, the douchebag brother. And yeah, Ransom. It, he was like so hateable that I loved him, you know? And the was, rest of the, yeah. oh my God. Like just Jamie Lee Curtis. You, you realize it took me, I don't know. I had to be a good like fucking hour into the movie before I realized that that was fucking Nash Bridges. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Bob Johnson. Like, Johnson yeah. I was like, oh my God, that, I haven't fucking seen him in 15 years. But yeah, all of a sudden I realized that was Don Johnson. I was like, holy shit. But yeah, they really uh, brought out the big, big guns for this movie. Yeah. Great, great characters, great storytelling, um, like fun twists too. Like it, I, I loved every minute of it. I thought it was great. Yeah, glad to hear that. Um, yeah, Tony Collette is mm -hmm. always amazing. Oh, fucking love her. Uh, Michael Shannon is terrific in this. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to. I don't want to step on in uh, on TW because I want to hear from you next, only because of what you said about seeing it for the first time and not mm -hmm. really getting the, you know, remembering some of it, but then revisiting it again. Yeah. Today, what'd you think? Well, remind me too about when we're done talking about this movie. The I want to talk about 2019 as a whole for movies because yes, it was yes, yes, yes. fucking ridiculous. Maybe like the Crazy. best year of movies, like mm. literally ever. It's like they knew COVID was coming or something. <laughs> yeah, fucking that, douche. 
that I, popped into my head too. Wasn't that the Parasite year? Parasite. I mean, we yeah, can get. Yeah. I have a whole list. We can talk about every movie. Not, I mean, every movie, but all the best movies that came out mm-hmm. that year after we're mm-hmm. after we're done with this. But, um, I, yeah, I saw it in the theater. I do remember loving it. I remember that. I'll tell you a quick funny story too. When I was at the theater that night, um, the way that the the fans of this type of genre have started to come out. I was I wasn't there. I don't believe it was opening night. I feel like it was like the second weekend it was open that I went to see it, and I sit down with that 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 broad and, <laughs> and, we're, and we're waiting. Yeah, her. And suddenly, this <laughs> giant group of people all came in together to watch the movie, and they were all like dressed up for the movie in fucking <laughs> Woburn, Massachusetts. They were all dressed up like in like they were part of the movie. Okay. Even though like this was a modern movie and they were like wearing things that like like they were going to like some Agatha Christie novel or something. Mm-hmm. It, it was fucking weird. But people got really into it for that type of stuff because it's that type of genre. And it's what I really liked about the movie. It's a it's a classic genre. It's a classic story. It's got like the classic little like tropes and the classic little twists, but it's got the modern feel to it. And especially like the main underlying greed, which is in any type of oh. these types of, of, of movies. Um, they, of right. course, anytime there's wealth on the line, but I really loved how they blended the two where it was, it totally felt like a movie that came out in 2019, but it, it incorporated all the stuff from the forties and the fifties and the sixties, all the shit that, that, you know, made that type of genre, what it is now. So um, great movie. Um, Actually, there's another thing I want to do once we get through our initial thoughts too about the the performances as well. Um, so I'm not going to get too into those. I will just say, AJ, you brought up Tony Collette. I personally believe that she is the best female actor, or I just call her. Is it okay to call people actresses these days? Is that Actor. Still right? Of course. I, I think she's the best actress working right now, and I think she has been for about. A good 10 15 years now yeah she's i think incredible. she is fucking unbelievable uh i still piss myself thinking about marky what's that horror movie when she's climbing hereditary up? yeah when i almost peed when she climbed up the ceiling remember <laughs> that hereditary. I, I seriously there was a little Ooh. pee spot in my jeans <laughs> when i saw that that was terrifying yeah she's great thanks for movie. reminding me yeah, about she's that she's great in fucking she's, everything she's a stud uh, she's great in this and we can get more into that but uh yeah overall unbelievable movie really good i think it should have got a little more recognition yeah. than it did um there's just so many great movies like you said though for 2019 yeah and, and and there were so many performances in it that, that it's hard to really narrow down to one and say hey this was the standout so it's hard to nominate on top of that i i, I get it but i will say it was uh, i did look it up and so it was a 40 million dollar budget and it made 311 million dollars unbelievable so, so it did it they all made money and dan ryan johnson doesn't he do some 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 uh marvel shit Ryan Johnson, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars Wars guy. Okay, all right. I oh, that would explain the lawyer, right? Um, The guy, you know, the lawyer that they bring in. He's he's a he's in a bunch of the Star Wars shit, isn't he? The guy with the white balding hair. It was Frank Oz. Frank Oz. I looked him up, and he's he's got a bunch of Star Wars credits. Anyways, yeah, he's like um, the guy that did like puppeteering with the Muppets, and like he did yoga and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, So big fan, great movie. Really loved it. Definitely um, happy I got to see it again, considering how much I forgot about it. But uh, really, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. really, really. Oh, yeah. D- DP, Daniel Craig. Real quick, I'll just say, and Marky, we'll kick it over to you. But real quick, I'll just say, I at first it was a little confusing because it's like Daniel Craig's a British guy. He is, yeah. With a with a <laughs> with a French name, and he's <laughs> trying to be like like this. He's, and he sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, and yeah. Like, nailing it. But like it worked. It's like yeah, fucking worked it. somehow. 
Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Like he was captivating, like, and he was weird. He was borderline dumb at times. Like it was kind of like at times it was almost too much. And like, like there was a part where he caught Marta outside when the, that like clinic was burning down and he just Mm -hmm. sees her and starts chasing after the car. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. I mean, the the first time you see him, he's like, just like playing that single note on the piano. Every time he hits it, they, the cop then asked, did you guys get here at the same time? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I like to ask the same question yeah. every time you hit that one note. <laughs> yeah. And then by the end, every single one of them like, all right, who the fuck, who that that fuck is that guy? <laughs> so good. Don Johnson. So good. Delivery was perfect. Oh, is, yeah. who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, lo- I loved it. Happy I saw it again. I, I would watch it again, too. It was really and before I pass it over to Marky, a shout out to Lakeith Stanfield. He was really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Mm. My boy. Um, as the you know the, the sort of like the modern cop doing the so underrated such an underrated yeah. guy like he's so fucking and good. sort of like him playing off of you know Blanc's like sort of like sleuthing old yeah. school style and he's the you know the the you know anyway it's, investigating yeah, clear, in a traditional shit. way yeah clear, right exactly. case Johnson Marky right. can I Marky can I just say one quick thing speaking to sure. the other detectives. The other, like, there was like a little white guy with him as well. Right. Remember when at one point yeah, they, went to, they, they went to look up like the 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 security footage, and he's like, "It looks like a Japanese horror movie," and they just hear him very <laughs> quietly go, "Are we all going to die in seven days?" <laughs> I'm pretty that. sure that's a callback to the ring. Right? Is, absolutely. Is seven days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, is, are we yeah. all going to die in seven days? I'm pissing myself. Well, that that's one. that's uh, I'll pick it up from there because that's one thing I wanted to say that. Uh, this is the second time I've watched the movie. Second time, okay. And um, I, I enjoyed it more the second time, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't know why people love this movie so much. It's okay. But I really enjoyed it the second time. And I get it now. Um, but I noticed the second time I go around, the writing is really smart. And there's some really good jokes. Um, my favorite line in the movie oh. is when they're all uh, first talking shit about the little kid. I forget his name, like Conrad or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they find yeah. out he was in the bathroom, and one of them says uh, he was joylessly masturbating to photos of dead deer. <laughs> deer. <laughs> yeah, so that, good. That movie is the movie is like yeah. riddled with lines like that throughout yeah. the yeah. film that just oh, right, you know, catches you off guard sometimes. So, so the first time I watched it, the uh, Daniel Craig character I thought was too much. I was like, this is okay. ridiculous. Like I felt like the accent went in and out. Um. And I, th- I still think it does. And I was talking to Sam about it. And she was like, well, you know, when you get worked up, your accent goes in and out, too. I'm like, ah, that's a fair point. Um, so there's, th- there's things that I, I started to, like, kind of understand or forgive on my second watch through mm. it. Um, the first time I watched it, I thought that the telling of the, like, the murder in the middle of the movie um I was I was almost bored the second half of the movie. It's like, well, they already told us what happened, and then at the very end, you get like this this twist. And at the time, first time watching it, I felt like that was almost like lazy writing, just to like spin it a different way at the very end. But second watch through, knowing what happened, watching Ransom more closely, you can mm-hmm. those clues are heavy throughout, and they are. he he just he plays it really well, and they do that recap. Um, Daniel Craig, you know, when he does that summation, like you said, they do the recap and they show scenes of uh, Ransom, like when he's at diner with Marta by himself and he's kind of chewing on his toothpick and he just goes, huh, because he realizes that she gave him the right medicine instead of accidentally. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I actually yeah. scrolled back to that part just to like see it as it took place rather than just the flashback. And his behavior, yeah. she makes she makes comment a comment about his behavior at that point too. She's she like, does. That, that's yeah. all you got to say? And it's because like, yeah, he knows what's going on. He's not surprised by any of it. Um, so it, it, yeah, his behavior makes a lot more sense knowing what he's up to. Yeah, and, and they planted he, he, all that stuff in such a way that, yeah. Right. And it even was- on your first watch through, you knew he was up to some shit because he is such a slimy person. And then he's offering to help her. He claims it's for the money, but that still doesn't even quite and for the uh, just wants to stick it to his family. Doesn't quite right. add up, you know. No, um, not at all. All the characters, like you guys said, uh, everyone nailed their part. Um, I love the the help. Was it the housekeeper Fran? Yeah, I think her name was. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Um, yeah, Hugh uh, or Ransom makes makes the help call him Hugh because mm-hmm. you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, and he fucks up her name when he comes in the first time, too. Because Meg's like, that's even not even her name. She's totally <laughs> He's such an asshole. Everybody, everybody in the family like thinks themselves another way. And then uh, I, that was another thing I really loved. Uh, and I thought the writing was really smart. When Daniel Craig is doing his, uh, his interviews with them, and it's not necessarily a unique idea, but they, they did it well in this movie, where he'll be interviewing one person and then the camera cuts back to Lakeith Stanfield or Daniel Craig. And he asks a question. And then when the camera pans back over, it's another, a different, in, right. Yeah. Another uh, person being interviewed and it kind of flips back and forth like that. And he'll bait somebody with a question and then they'll be like, I'm not going to answer that. And then the next person's <laughs> like, that guy didn't do shit. You know, like <laughs> yeah. takes the bait and rolls over whoever. Um, so the family is, I mean, it plays in, in my mind, that's kind of what the idea of the, the title was, Knives Out. They were all, they all had their knives out, the, the family against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they didn't come together until the end when, they, when the will was read aloud and they learned that they weren't going to get a red dime. And then they all banded together and they're like, Marta, <laughs> give us that money. But uh, yeah, and, and, and early on you... And the cops even, you know, right, you know, this is clear cut suicide. Uh, there's no motive for any of these people in the house that to kill their father. Their story lines up. And as soon as Benoit Blanc starts ans- asking a, a couple more questions, their stories start to dissolve and they all have motive. So then it just like mm-hmm. kind of opens everything back up. One more quick thing. Um, on both watch, both times I watched it, I still thought it was funny. And I guess it just kind of plays towards Benoit, Benoit Blanc's character. He receives an anonymous envelope in the mail with money and a newspaper clipping. And he's just like, okay, got to go to work. Now I'm on the clock. Like, <laughs> that's just, that's how somebody hires him. That no name, no nothing, just some money and a newspaper right? clipping. Yeah. And he's like, all right, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and the police are just like, okay, like, yeah, we'll open the case back up for you, I guess. Mark, we were talking about the the lines, uh, like some some of the lines in it, and like especially during those, uh, like all those like frantic moments. Like if you listen closely, some hilarious shit happens. So this is something funny that happened that I noticed when they when Marta found out that all like she was getting all the money and the estate and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They're all yelling at her, right? And the, the kid that they call you mentioned the kid in the, the bathroom right. the dear he goes, you hear him in the background go, you had sex with my grandpa, you dirty anchor baby. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was pissing myself laughing over that, right? So 
a little while later, I was I happened to go on IMDb and I was looking up like the trivia, and the very first thing that pops up on the trivia is Jacob's line quote, you had sex with my grandpa, you dirty anchor baby, was improvised by Jaden Martell, but it was originally lost in the scene since multiple characters were talking and yelling. Michael Shannon noticed this and approached Ryan Johnson, telling him that Martell had a killer line, so they made sure to go back and capture it. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> you dirty anchor baby. That is an amazing that, line. That it's looks like, like such he's a like racist. 13 or yeah. 14 years old. That's, that's And he incredible. totally improvised. He just yelled it because everyone was yelling. Yeah, I just love that. And I also love that Shannon was so so like, like, like you know, keyed into all that that he you know went to the director. Yeah, I love Michael to, Shannon. Like, He's one of my favorite yeah. actors. Guys, some of the stuff in the in this like in the in the trivia stuff you're talking about Michael Shannon. Um, it says uh, Ryan Johnson said that Michael Shannon was by far the funniest person on set and came huh. up with a lot of his uh, characters' funny lines and physical moments, such as his triumph his triumphant arm raise during the eat shit scene and his retort <laughs> and his retort, I am not eating one iota of shit. Shit, yeah, yeah. It's a great line. <laughs> he just said it. That was totally improvised. <laughs> he's 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 we've talked about him before. He's got that. His resting face is scary. Oh, so nuts. when he com- when he confronts Marta at her house and he's like getting Oof. closer and closer yeah. to her and he's like stomping the cane, that's scary. He's a scary dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, we talked about him at length. Remember when we did that episode when we talked about Take Shelter? Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. mean, we talked about him at length and how brilliant he is. So, you know, he can do anything. And, and from what they say, Ryan Johnson saying he was the, of all those people, Michael Shannon, the psychopath is the funniest person That's person funny. on that set is fucking awesome. Don Johnson, like yeah, he's, he's got some great comedic delivery. Such a dick, yeah. Even more reason Michael Shannon should play Count Rugen in uh, <laughs> the remake of Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. Six Finger yeah, Man, so, uh, Michael Shannon. I'll tell you, this this movie really uh, blends, you know, the comedy into the whodunit in such a way that you, you still take the film seriously, but it's still hilarious. It's hilarious at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I just think that just goes to show how sharp the writing was, how impeccable the performances were. Um, such a cool film. I actually want to see it again just to pick up on some more stuff that I, right. you know, that mm-hmm. that got through that I didn't quite grab because this is such a rewatchable film. Uh, again, if I could uh, pipe chime in real quick, the everybody in the family, they're they're incredibly entitled, and that's you I know mean, the the reasoning for mm. the patriarch is uh, cutting them all off. Uh, mm-hmm. It tells them all like one by one that you know he's firing them from whatever business right, and I then made up cutting my them yeah. yep and cutting them out of the will they're incredibly entitled and i love it at the very end uh when ransom is getting arrested and he's telling marta that this isn't over this is their ancestral home he will win it back and then while Blanc's Blanc's like, laughing his ass he bought it in the 80s it, pakistani <laughs> real estate <laughs> agent in the 80s <laughs> And he's like, "Fuck you, Blanc." Yeah, did you guys catch that kind of like closing shot when the whole family's looking up to the balcony there where she's? It says "my house" on her mug. Yeah. Her coffee cup says "my yeah. house." Yeah, they're, yeah. They're all, they all turn around and look up at Marta. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Mo- so, yeah, sorry, DP. No, no, no. no. Yeah. You haven't. Go ahead. Uh, a, a couple little things about the family and how ridiculous they are. Um, if you notice at the beginning, every one of them 
says Marta's family is from yeah. a different country. Ecuador, Uruguay, Paraguay, Brazil. I think I think I think Ransom says, "Oh, you Brazilian housekeeper." <laughs> <laughs> and the argument when he's having, he's having with his father, yeah. Yeah. and they all bring it up. Yeah, and, and yeah. there's this great nurse. moment. Where uh, you know Don Johnson's character, like when they're arguing about like immigration and stuff, and he calls her over. He's like, "Yo, no, just tell us what you did. Like you've come here and you work hard and blah blah blah." At one point, he just hands her yeah, he his plate. Yeah, like she's a fucking <laughs> servant. She's the goddamn she's a nurse. nurse. <laughs> he just hands her his plate while talking. Unfo- like just such a beautiful little thing that just goes to show what an entitled yeah. cunt he yeah. is. Deep, 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 such, such, beautiful. such attention to detail in that scene too. Do you yeah. notice they oh. all try? Do you notice yeah. they all try to pass the buck on who was voted her not to go to the funeral too? Right. Yeah. Like, I got, I got voted. outvoted. <laughs> then who voted for it then? <laughs> oh, it's so oh. good. So that awesome. scene, like when the, when they're the will reading scene, mm-hmm. the will reading scene when they find out that that Marta's got it all and they all explode. I oh. was like borderline pissing myself laughing. It was just mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis loses her mind. Yeah, and then she's like, you, you "This is Michael still Shannon. our house." And then yeah. she stops and he reads the rest of the will. <laughs> like, oh, she slowly yeah, turns away. <laughs> yeah, not your house, motherfuckers. You, you hear Michael <laughs> Shannon? He just starts saying, "No, no, <laughs> no." <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's so entertaining. It is a terrific film. And and um, I actually, I can't wait to sort of uh, circle back to 2019 whenever you're ready, TW. I yeah. want to hear some, like, this is such a great year for film and, like, ridiculous. Mm. And that one, you know, one nomination for an Oscar. And I, I get it. There was a lot, there was everybody in that film was so good. It's like hard to pin down. Well, AJ, so you saying Christopher, that Christopher Plummer. He, shout out to him. Christopher Blumhouse. Yeah. We haven't, he's a, haven't I mean, talked about him yet. He's a fucking Stud. legend. He's an absolute yeah. fucking legend. But he was amazing. Well, one of the things I wanted to do, if you guys want to do it real quick, and we can go back to talking about the movie all we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that kept popping into my head while I was watching the movie was, who are my three favorite characters in this movie? And then I just went, don't even think about it. Just say who they are. So I want you guys to. I'll give you a minute because I'm going to say mine, but then I want you guys to not think about it too long and then say it. Because my three, in no particular order, are are Tony Collette as Joni, fucking mm-hmm. Richard Don Johnson. <laughs> he's just such a slimy leech wow. cocksucker, and then and then Daniel Craig because he's just so ridiculous. Those were, then there's so many because Chris Evans is right there too, and mm-hmm. and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and, and of course Michael Shannon. I always love, but for some reason those three just had me just like just loving it the whole time like i was captivated by the three of them because yeah tony collette too you can tell she's the outsider she's completely not like them at all but then she mm-hmm. still wants the money just like everybody yeah she's else. just weaseled her way in <laughs> and she's not going anywhere yeah. remember so, the scene remember the scene when she's like dancing in the, in the during the party she's trying to grab yeah, Amy she's Curtis she's like her hand and trying to drag her off her chair to dance with her like you were right. she, just, she just keeps very swatting very her reminiscent away. Of, yeah. uh, of Jan at dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to get I'll, Jim. I'll say I'll say a couple different names in here. I did love Daniel Craig. I thought he was yeah. great. So him. Mm-hmm. I loved Anna de Armas. Okay. I thought okay. she was amazing. Okay. Got got it, got did, got the fact that she would and puke I'll, if she lied. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And well, then puking, puking right yeah. in Ransom's face. So I'll say Evans. I know. It's okay. Yeah. DP, he was so slimy, so good at it. Don't think too much, DP. Who? Yeah, for me, it, it's Chris Evans as Ransom. Uh, 
Daniel Craig as Benoit and fucking Michael Shannon. <laughs> I loved Michael Shannon. He was so like... I couldn't decide between Shannon and Colette, but still yeah. Don Johnson uh, to me is a, a notch ahead. Mm-hmm. Marky? Yeah. yeah, Michael Shannon, uh, Don Johnson. Yes. And um, for, I, I, I don't know, Marta, I guess. Like she just... I mean, mm. not, she brought like, some heart to it, you know. She yeah, wasn't, she yeah. Was she, I mean, the other ones, you know, I, I found hilarious and interesting, but Marto's, you know, she's, I mean, we've said this before. Um, she's up there at the top of the she can get it scale. Mm. She's mm-hmm. incredibly yes, beautiful. And she, she still is in this movie, but there wasn't anything nice. in this and her character or her uh, costume or anything that was like overplaying her sexuality. It was very. Nope toned down and mm-hmm. she is an incredible actress i mean yeah. she I, I, the, people are, have been saying that now especially too with the the Marilyn monroe movie that she's done yeah um and i've seen her in some other things uh yeah. and she's she just crushes it man and she just happens to be hot as the sun oh, can God. i can i just beat the drum on that for a second because she was kind of funny the remember when she, the the dog is like got the piece of the 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 tre- that broke off when yeah, she was the trellis. Yeah. The yeah. trellis. She chucks it away before yeah. Blanc looks <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. She's like walking up the path to like yeah. hide her footprints. Clearly, like, she's like, what? Like, what? Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretending she's deaf. Like, what did you say? Stomping yeah. all over them, you know? So she did, she was subtly like had those funny scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, the, the, that was but her, also her emotion, like the way she emotes. It's an interesting yeah. thing to think about though with the character though too is like, was she interested more in in not getting caught for what happened, or was she mm-hmm. more interested in making sure she secured that money for herself and her family? Like, what was it? What was it? I more? don't think she knew that she was getting the money until the will reading. True. So, like the like the the footprints and stuff like that. Sure, but then like I think after she was just that, trying not to get caught. Don't yeah, you think? Like, preservation. Remember, remember when she had the conversation though with Meg when she was at home, and she mm. said, "Oh, Meg, I'll take care of the." Meg just hangs up on her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, it was almost like at that point where she, I think, she decided like, okay, now I'm interested in in this. And yeah, you clearly at the end, at the end, you could tell there was definitely some foreshadowing about the fact that okay, this is all mine now. So I think she yeah. was starting to get used to it. Yeah, the, the use of the idea. The, the scene with Michael mm-hmm. Shannon when he's like, you know, my family's resources can help you yeah. out with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All awesome. right, so yeah, your family's resources are now my resources. <laughs> so I'm, so okay. I'm all set. I don't need you. <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Yeah. So can I, can I pre- quickly bring up? I, I don't know when it's being released into the theater, but Glass Onions already got something. Mm-hmm. November. Yeah. So it's already got okay. some reviews. So AJ, real mm-hmm. quick, it did get released at some festival or something. I think it was like that. Right. TIFF, Toronto International yeah, yeah, yeah. Film Festival. Right. So I think. it's yeah. it's already like it's not a ton of reviews, but it's ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes, and it's a Netflix film. So December twenty third, it'll be Netflix, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, there's uh, by the way, once the Netflix bought the rights, according to IMDb, a third movie also began in development with with Ooh, Ryan nice. Johnson. Yeah. With Ryan Johnson attached to it with Daniel Craig, so yeah. well that's what they are. They're though. keeping this going, yeah, because they're they're not they're all going to be different. They're just going to be Benoit Blanc, Benoit right, Blanc right. Mysteries. Like kind of like, like, like Hercule Perot, like the right. Agatha Christie thing, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Have you guys seen the trailer for Glass Onion? Yes, yeah. The it looks interesting, but uh, the at least from the trailer, the uh feeling of it i guess you could say looks to be totally different right it's like a yes. party island or something that they're at a resort yeah, or something is, yeah and mark is, yeah. as i mentioned last week kate hudson in that trailer 
refilled mm-hmm. my spank bank for like at least three months. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's did good to know. I'm happy her? for you. Oh yeah. my god, that I, girl. It, it it did actually. Uh, oh. I, when I saw that, I was like, "Whoa, who the fuck is that?" Like, she hey, looks great. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you though, um, Ryan Johnson gets the A listers could they come on and play like Edward Norton's Edward you know, Norton's Kate Hudson. Yeah, I had it up Leslie there. Odom. Ago, yeah, hold on, I can. Uh, I can Catherine Hahn, who I'm a big fan of. She's when, the one from. She's one from um, Step Brothers. You know yes. the. Oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah. is yeah, she the mom? She's the. Oh no no no! She's the the one that bangs. Uh, John C. Riley. Yes, yes, yes. She's yeah. fucking yeah. awesome. So Janelle Monae's in it too. Obviously, Ed Norton, like you said. Um, Dave Batista. Yeah, Batista's Dave in Batista, it. Yep. He's got uh, some good uh, comedy chops. Ethan so. Hawke is in it. No, he's not. <laughs> you know, when Sam and I saw that trailer, she thought that uh, Edward Norton was. Um, I think she said Dustin Hoffman when she first saw him. She's like, "Why is Dustin Hoffman in this?" <laughs> his, his Edward Norton's face is starting to like fall off his bones. Yeah, he's getting old. But uh, yeah, no, I mean that's another going to be another great cast. I'm sure it's going to be another great flick. Um, but this movie was really—it's it, something like like you guys said. I could again, this is kind of almost like the first time I watched it, but I could definitely go back and watch it again now. Yeah, it's got um, a lot of re- a replayability to it. Yeah, you catch it totally little things. does. It totally does. I, when I watched it today, I was like, I think I could just watch this again in a couple months. And guys, I love it. Love it again. How and come there's mm-hmm. different things, characters that you could like kind of pay more attention to? Like you said, mm-hmm. like the, the things that you, I, some of the things that TW said, I never heard that. You know, so it's like it's more what you kind of pay attention to listen. Like to, guys, right? also, how come Benoit Blanc is suddenly always just there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you never hear him like snuck to sneak in the door and the door shut or anything. Suddenly just mm-hmm. turn around and just yeah, sit in a chair. Just there. Yeah. yeah. How do you, oh, yeah. you get there? <laughs> TW, TW, remember when we used to watch Clue and we'd like try to pick a character and say their lines? Yeah. Like Knives Out, Knives Out has that kind of appeal where it's like very yeah. rewatchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like great one liners and just lines of dialogue and exchanges between characters. Yeah. Um, it's so yeah. worth watching again Let's- and again. One thing so. that I really enjoyed about this, and I've been when reading about Knives Out, you'll you'll hear people say that Ryan Johnson revitalized this genre in this. And something that um, I really enjoy in this type of movie is that it's not necessarily uh, one setting, but that feeling of like one place with a decent sized group of people, and then just kind of going over the story from different angles, very much like Clue. Yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, this mansion and then you've got this group and you hear it and see it from their perspective um, mm-hmm. and you learn a little bit more about it every time. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to bring up the uh, the grandmother or the great grandmother, the yeah. mother of uh, uh, of the patriarch. That's, <laughs> the she's always. And then when they when she, they're how reading old the is will, she? We nobody don't know knows. <laughs> <laughs> when they're reading the will and uh, the lawyer's telling him that everything's going to Martha. She cra- the old lady cracks a small smile just because the family's about to tear each other apart. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I'm not sure if all of it was filmed in, in Massachusetts, but there's definitely the scene um, going through downtown Natick. And I've driven down this road past these buildings like a thousand times. So that was kind of nice to see, you know, Mm-hmm. things near my neighborhood you know uh, it was like the scene with everything driving. fucking filmed in boston i think the majority of it was this was downtown natick which is yeah massachusetts gave gigantic tax credit and tax cuts to uh film studios and movie I production gotcha. so yeah so it's they they made it very appealing to shoot movies you know in massachusetts so, charlotte yeah. uh, uh there, there was like an opening for movies and uh uh like a, a, a different studios to come to charlotte 
and Mm -hmm. the mayor at the time uh, did not give any tax breaks and believed that film would come to Charlotte regardless. And they did. (laughs) They all went to fucking Atlanta. And yeah. that's why Georgia is blowing Georgia up. Georgia is yeah, huge when it comes to producing shit. Yeah, could have could have been Charlotte. No. But there's some asshole behind the chair. Okay, uh, so I, I do want to say this one part too. Like you're saying, like rewatching it. I, I wanna rewatch it again because for me, one of the things that like I kept kind of waiting for and watching was so at the beginning scene when they kind of show what happened to him and they show Marta and him playing that game go. Mm-hmm. And, and at one point he met, he said, I can't remember the exact line, but he says something mm-hmm. about not being able to tell the difference between a real knife and a prop knife. And he yeah. like stabs the board with the knife and the rest of the movie. I'm like, that's going to play that mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. about that's going to happen. And so my first thought was like, maybe he faked his death and and this whole thing is just like a a test for marta and so like i i'm looking for that and trying to see if i can find any more clues where like he's actually still alive and and then it just turns out like that just played at the end when fucking (laughs) ransom grabbed the knife and stabbed her as soon as he did that i was like oh that's that. That's well, where that line is going to play. That is clearly a prop knife. <laughs> well, yeah. DP, DP, that's that's one of the things about that. What makes it also such a great movie? There's mm-hmm. there's not a lot of wasted movements. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everything that happens is a reason for it. Right. Even exactly. like these stupid, shitty little lines here and there. It's a mm-hmm. reason that their characters said it. Everything plays at some point. They don't just yeah. throw some stupid shit in there just for fodder. It's mm-hmm. a really, for a movie that has so many moving parts and so many twists, it's a really clean movie at the same time, right. which is weird. So, so, for, so I mean, it's really a really masterful piece of filmmaking for so Tim. So, Tim, should... Should Johnson have gotten a best director? Of course he should have. I mean, we can bring up the fucking nonsense Academy Awards from that year. (laughs) Sure, sure. Um, You guys speak amongst yourselves. So go ahead. Yeah. All right. So so you guys, sorry. um, I was going to ask real quick. You guys mentioned Ryan Johnson in Star Wars. What Star Wars projects did he do? He did uh, the one. What was it? The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Force Awakens. He He did one of the mainline films. He did one of the big ones. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So whatever episode uh, nine, eight. no seven, nine, eight, eight. oh eight, okay, yeah, okay. Let me, I just can, named them all. Let me just say real quick. <laughs> let me just say we can and we can get into 2019 a lot. I will say real quick the fact that Martin Scorsese was nominated for best director for the, for Irishman, the Irishman and Brian Johnson for Knives Out wasn't is a fucking joke. So okay, can I just ask real quick? Hey, so we all we all watched the Irishman. Has mm. anyone watched it a second time? No, I, I barely no. got through. And it the I don't first just time. mean you you three. Did anyone on the planet watch it a second no. time? No, because I don't have four days to watch a fucking <laughs> right. movie right. to watch season one of the Irishman. <laughs> Jesus fucking yeah. Christ! And it's not even good. Uh, watching yeah. like them them try to guarantee like, nobody rewatched when it. you need nobody. CGI when you need CGI to fucking kick someone in the face outside of a restaurant mm-hmm. like, yeah. sucks hey, I mean, maybe like, get a different actor you know yeah you know what <laughs> yeah, do a throwback like like the Godfather you yeah asshole but yeah. so I mean we're, we're speaking of 2019 do we want to get into that do we want to talk about yeah, some let's, other let's talk about some of those or... movies yeah yeah because that year let me can I just give you guys some some I'll give you some some highlights. Well, let me mm-hmm. let me tell you what the, the the best picture nominees were that way that sure. year. Okay, um, uh, Knives Out was not one of them, which is again silly. Parasite won. Uh, Ford, Ford versus Ferrari, which is 
Excellent. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I liked it. The Irishman. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, which I absolutely loved. Right? Fuck yeah, that's a great movie. Joker, Very original. The Todd Phillips Joker. Which Excellent I as well. Absolutely love. Good. L- Little Women. I don't know. Got reviewed quite well. I'm not going to see it. I, I, I haven't didn't, seen didn't it. know they uh, released one. Yeah. Uh, Marriage Story, which is well acted, but I wanted to drink cyanide during it. Uh, mm-hmm. it was, uh, 1917. Which I love, love that movie. It's a good movie, yeah. Really loved, it. and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Love that good movie. movie. Damn, good they, Everybody thought Solid 1917 year. was going to. So we're talking like, about Marky. That was like the front runner for a while. 1917. What for Best Picture? Yeah, a lot yeah, of and I thought that was going to take it, but what was yeah. the name of the guy that did that again? It's hard to pronounce, right? Ma- it's like a- Oh, 1917 to Sam Mendes. Oh, Sam Mendes. Oh, okay, never mind. I was thinking. And, was... and I thought, well, I thought he was going to get best director, but it ended up going to Boom John Ho for for Parasite. But yeah. um, deservedly, well, though, well, well, Parasite's a awesome ridiculously movie. good. It's it's so it's a masterpiece. Yeah. masterpiece. Uh, uh, awesome. I mean, uh, <laughs> how do you not see Parasite? It's a masterpiece. Oh, DP, don't even. I know. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you, DP, because this mm. was a year I went and I saw tons of movies in the theaters. Um, mm-hmm. Parasite was one of them, and look, I get like I, I get a little fucking pro America sometimes. Who like, we fucking subtitles? Like I, I get like that. <laughs> I, but I was just like, fuck it. I hear it's great, and dude, it's ridiculous. Ron Tomatoes is ninety nine percent. You just yeah. I, I, I yeah even hides. Aiden makes fun of me for not having and seen D, it. Yeah, and like not, and Marky, you're gonna say like about Parasite, like uh-huh. D, with how that movie's like twisted. I feel it's right up DP's alley. It is. You, you know what I mean? It. I know you it's psychologically yeah. twisted movie because DP mm-hmm. is psychologically twisted. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> an, that's an, an, another film, century. another film where it's so tightly directed. Yeah. Oh, so, so ridiculous. I yeah. had high expectations for that movie. It's one of the few ones where I was going into it like, all right, well, this better fucking deliver if I'm going to have to read for two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was blown away. Oof. It was an incredible movie. Just insane. Yeah. So, um, let me let me throw a few more out there from, from that year for you guys. Sure. Just so you can see, because again, mm-hmm. by the way, sorry, TW. Before yeah. you get into that, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood finally? No. So fucking unbelievable. Anyway, that's, that's that one's solid too, man. Yeah, it's a good. So movie. Uh, Booksmart came out that year. I don't know if you guys ever saw Booksmart. Yep, good one. Fucking great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia Wilde's newest film is being skewered. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Falcon. Came out that I'm year. I've not seen that. Shia LaBeouf movie. I tried right? to watch that DP. one. Oh, oh, so Daniel the, Craig in the... No. Battle no. through that, Marky. Peanut Butter Falcon's outstanding. Yeah, I only um, made it about like a third of the way through. Uh, DP, Avengers Endgame came out in 2019. Oh, yeah. Honey okay. Boy, that's another Shia. That, Maybe I, that, was the one I, that was the one I, that was the one I was trying to I did to like that. AJ, AJ, Us came out that year. Yep, I loved right. Us. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Stan and Ollie, the Laurel and Hardy one with um, uh, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley. I think I thought that was was solid. Um, the Lighthouse came out that year. Oh, Marky, mm-hmm. man! Hey, have you guys movie. seen the Lighthouse, Marky? <laughs> AJ, they, have you guys seen that? I'm hard as fans. a rock right now, man. <laughs> All you got to do is mention that name. we are fans. Good uh, times. Uh, uh, did DP Uncut Gems came out that yeah, year? Yes, right? that came out. Um, First episode. Yeah. Uh, yep. Spider Man: Far From Home. DP, oh, wow. DP, DP, Shazam came out that year. Wow, holy that's shit, did it really? Right? That's a good um, one. I like that. Yeah, movie. that Marky, excellent. Marky, John Wick Chapter 3 came out that year. Mm-hmm. Not as good as 2, but I still like it. Okay. Uh, Solid year you. for films. Yeah, Damn, man. Hold better on. year for films. another one. There was a movie. still 2019. Yeah, there was a movie came out that I saw called Crawl. Um, I mm. really liked it. So I, was we, that we the alligator one? Yes, we referenced it last week. That one, I'm telling you, man. What's his name? Uh, Barry Pepper's in that too. That I'm telling you, okay. that movie is fucking good. Um, 
Brittany runs a marathon, which I think is super underrated. Yeah, I like that. That was solid. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Elton John one, Rocket Man, came out that year. Decent. That, I I liked that movie. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah, um, decent movie. And uh, what was the other? Oh, the 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 Breaking Bad one, El Camino, came out that year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's where I had it up to Long Shot, which I didn't. Lo- oh, oh, um, the Report came out that year. The Adam Driver one. The report. Uh, was, oh, I never saw uh, that. It was actually the the actual document was called the Torture Report. Uh, it's about you know some of the stuff that went on at Guantanamo. That is really good. I actually preferred Adam Driver in that as opposed to his performance in in, uh, in Marriage Story. I thought it's it's super intense. Um, so that was that was that was the gist of it. I mean, what a fucking mm. year! What a fucking year! And I saw. Oh, you know what? I did. Yeah, and I said Jojo Rabbit, right? Yeah, I said. Yes. That. I, mean, I saw that in the theater. I saw Parasite. I saw Joker. I saw Knives Out. Um, a few of our other, I, I did actually go to the theaters that year and see them. So, what a fucking year, right? Yeah, and uh, all those titles that you're uh, calling out there, it made me think too. Like, I kept thinking, like, you know, original, original. Like, uh, every mm-hmm. so many of those were just original knockout ideas, right? I mean, maybe not, uh, uh, well, yeah, I was gonna say Joker, but no, I mean, Joker like, kind of though. I mean, yeah, obviously it's, it's it's a it's yeah. a spinoff, but it's sure. still. I mean, when you see when on paper it, it sounds like it's unoriginal, but when you see the movie, you're like holy yeah. shit, this is something completely different. I love that mm-hmm. fucking movie, by the way. I don't yeah. know why people like Rotten Tomatoes. It's at like sixty eight percent. Which really, I was I was, yeah. I thought it got more praise than that. When it, I mean, it was widely it, loved. Uh, it oh, out. I mean, it did like a billion dollars in the box right. office. Um, mm. But like the the critics' reviews were, were were tough on it. I thought it was really good. I, it was a slow burn. It was the the first hour was a little like, all right. <laughs> like Joaquin kinda, Phoenix, man, he makes your skin crawl whenever yeah. he starts doing anything in that movie. But I mean, I think they really set like a beautiful groundwork for how the rest of the movie went. I I don't know. I thought it was fun. I, I told you guys too on here that uh, I saw that the second one. There's it's rumored that it's going to be a musical, and they've uh, mm-hmm. cast Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Um, which the secondary rumor for that would be, yeah, Harley Quinn. So, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, just gonna have to trust Todd Phillips, and I'll, I'll see it. I'll go watch it. Yeah, I'll see it. I mean, the the first one. I, I mean, I really, really enjoyed that. I, I thought it was yeah. just, it was just one of my favorite acting performances. I mean, it was just, it was, it was like a, it was like a Gary Johnston type of <laughs> performance, <laughs> you know. Our Spotswood would have just loved that, you know. I think I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to go down as one of the greatest actors of all time. <laughs> if he stays alive, yeah, yeah. don't you feel like he's the next guy that's just going to be dead? Yeah, you know, like he's just so insane. Yeah. So, so I, I don't want to go down too much of a tangent, but you Do guys it. were saying, mm-hmm. Do you, it. Guys, you guys were saying Aww. Joaquin like makes your skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen you would never really hear? Yes, yes, yes it's Holy fucking fucking violent shit. and just uncomfortable. Yeah, the, the way it's filmed too. But I loved it. And, I loved it and edited. It's dark like and way, harsh. It's harsh. The way it's mashed up is like makes you feel crazy while while you're watching it. Yeah, oh, that's and he yeah. is unbelievably good in that film. Mm-hmm. So. Like I remember having to kind of pause that movie a couple of times and being like, "All right, where the fuck am I here? Like what? Like it right. really?" Yeah. It was With the it, flashbacks. It was like the visceral, it, and it was it's just it's the heavy. It's really heavy. Yeah, but and it, some of the violence is just. So he, yeah, he was it, he was like a a U.S. service member, like a Marine or something, and then he became like an FBI agent, and then while we're watching him in this part of the story, he's just like a 
PI for hire or something. And his or weapon of choice, right? Isn't it protection? Uh, or he's I going he to say maybe, yeah. But his his weapon of choice throughout the movie is just a fucking uh, standard claw hammer that yeah. he uses to smash. It's just a people. violent fuck. Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. He's trained yeah. with firearms, and he chooses to use a hammer. Yeah, I'm a big fan of yeah. that movie. Yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable, super- but it's another one where where Phoenix is like, you know, he'll dive into those kind of roles, and it's it's. Uh, we should do an yeah. episode. We should do an episode about uncomfortable movies. I'll talk about Eight Millimeter with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I tried to watch mm-hmm. that movie. I couldn't get into it. It is fucked. It is so fucked. That's a, that's a snuff film one. Yeah, isn't it? it's about a snuff film. I never saw it. I never uh, human so so All right, we've got a little off the rails. We've got a little <laughs> off the rails. Like, prisoners. Prisoners could be one of those, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. How uncomfortable yeah. is that one? Anyways. Um, one real, actually, quick kind of piece of news just because it popped in my head because. Uh, the past few minutes, we mentioned the Toronto International Film Festival yeah. and the movie The Joker. So apparently this year at, <laughs> at, at TIFF, there was a, a movie called The People's Joker that like played one night and then apparently got banned from the rest of the festival. And like there's conflicting reports of whether it was because the movie was terrible or was it because like... DC and Warner Brothers wouldn't let them show it anymore, but it, it's this whole like kind of Joker movie spoof with, uh, you know, like uh, the Joker is this transgender comedian that can't figure shit out. And it's, it's just insane fucking movie that apparently got banned from the Toronto International Film Festival. You, I mean, that sounds incredibly bizarre but do you know what the yeah. premise was for like the reason for banning it well, they are that, Canadian. That, yeah that, we're, we're not quite sure that they, they haven't said specifically why maybe it, someone's it, just like this movie is so bad yeah it's it. possible <laughs> or it could be like a cease and desist from warner brothers like, that's we're, probably we're not more sure. likely yeah so but yeah i, I found that interesting somebody <laughs> in the audience worked for warner brothers right. and uh made a phone call after that first showing yeah the kibosh on that shit they put their beady eyes and their flapping heads fucking <laughs> 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 canadians yeah um all right so yeah 2019 was terrific um do you, guys want, do you guys want to talk about any of like we would we, we were yeah the whodunits about some of our yeah. whodunits I thought we might go kind of go around and kind of like just highlight one or two and just you know not all of them fit into that like knives funny, out category right. where it's like right. a Agatha mm. Christie thing where you're like trying to find out who the who who's the killer and there's some crazy right. centric you know Sherlock Holmes type on the case but there's other types of that yeah mm-hmm. so who wants to jump in well real quick can i just real i'll just do one real quick because you mentioned sherlock holmes aj the first robert downey jr sherlock holmes i fucking yeah. love that really mm-hmm. I oh i love that flick uh like remember remember like at the beginning when he he's he's like having like a like a oh. mixed martial arts fight and like he and he shows he actually has like a diagram of what he's going to do i was going to hit the guy in the soul and break his ribs and Oh, AJ, it's really good. Jude Law is fucking great in it. Yeah, that's and um, um 
uh, remind me again the uh, guy Richie. That's guy Richie. Guy Richie his, flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, guy yeah. Richie at his best. In yeah. My opinion. Oh man, like the, I love that flick. I think it's really the good first that, one. Yeah, they did a second one. It was like Game of Shadows. Yeah, was, War yeah. on its Welcome, kind of fast. It's like, not terrible, but it's not, you could tell that they were riding that wave of popularity yeah. from the first, first one's one. great. So that, I mean, that's definitely a whodunit. I I really I really like that one. Sorry, mm-hmm. DP. Yeah, so just a bit to kind of piggyback off TW, because this isn't really uh, technically a movie, but the the Sherlock BBC series, like every episode is like an hour and a half long. So they're yeah. all basically mini movies. Yeah. But as far as murder mystery shit goes, it's like 12 or 13 episodes are all they're fucking awesome. Benedict insane. Cumberbatch is so fucking good, dude. They are insane. Yeah. And they do a great job of kind of like bringing that old school, you know, 1800s vibe of the original Sherlock yeah. into modern day with, you know, Cumberbatch. It's yeah. excellent. And it's excellent, like, it's excellent. like, it's like kind of scary too. Like mm-hmm. there's a weird haunting element to it. Yeah. It, it's it, dude, that's a great fucking show. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I say something really, really quick? Totally going off topic. As long as it's, quick. Gonna, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. He's mm-hmm. on a mini series called Patrick Melrose that came out maybe like five, six years ago. Fucking unbelievable. All right. He's just this, this like, this like heir to like the, I mean, it's kind of like mm-hmm. Knives Out. He's like the heir to this like rich family. And he's this, just this fucking drunken, druggy mess of a human being. And he's just trying to navigate life after like his dad died, and he does all these flashbacks to this fucked up mm-hmm. childhood he had. I'm telling you guys, if you got some time, if you catch the Rona or something, and you're gonna like sit at home <laughs> for a day, fucking binge watch Patrick Melrose. I feel, I want to say it's like ten episodes. It's just one mini series season. You brought up Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch. It is so fucking good. And he got like a he has like a trophy case full of, of awards for this one show. It's so Man, I sorry. haven't even heard of it. Wow. Sorry. Right. Check it out. Check it out. I think it was on Showtime. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. AJ. Marky, you got you got a whodunit that caught your eye over the years or got your attention? Yeah, you know, I had to, I I had to Google this to kind of get some uh help and get the juices flowing. Um, because what you had mentioned, AJ, there's there's not a whole lot that fit that uh classic mm-hmm. sense which we were talking about and i really love that uh, like the clue and the knives out where you've mm. got the the family or the close group that's in like a house or a mansion and there always seems to be kind of like wealth involved any in any case one that i came across that i remember really enjoying it's been a long time since i've seen it but uh tim burton's sleepy hollow with johnny oh, depp yeah Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a murder mystery that involves I love like, that movie. Oh, interesting. Involves that's a good like, one. Interesting monsters entry. and demons yeah. and stuff. Right? So. Dude, that, I remember seeing that movie. That was, and it came out a long time ago. And I remember that was one of the right. first times I was like, Johnny Depp can fucking do anything. Like, he was so good in that movie. I loved right. that movie. Walken's mm-hmm. in it. Yes, Christopher Walken is the yeah, headless no, that, that, That's a good yeah. one. So that's, that's, he, yeah, that's he, he gave he gave film. his watch. He gave his watch to say he got shot down over Hanoi. All right, sorry. The, the, I, the I saw that Russian one in the movie theaters. Did you? <laughs> so good. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Well, TW. He, one. Yeah, and I almost di- got in a fight with someone that night. He died. He died of dysentery. He gave it a watch. <laughs> I've actually I've got a big list of, of movies. So if you guys want to go around the table, that's fine. I got I got one. We can circle back around. I got one. It's oh. like a horror movie. It's like a whodunit masking as a horror movie. 
and it's 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 one we all we've all seen and mm. i think we all like and that's scream yeah yes right yeah. my my close personal friend slash trainer rachel fucking loves that movie, so. <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. Good. Yeah. So, so the thing about that is, like, she hates it, my it's, not cla- it's, it's not a classic. It's not a classic. It does she really? Yeah. It's not a classic yeah. who done it, but it's got that. It's got elements of it, right? You don't know who mm-hmm. the killers are for yeah. a while. There's a misdirect in the cotton weary angle, right? Like they, they, they throw some elements in there that you have to figure out who did it, right? Who done it? Who did this? Who are the who are the secret murderers? Who's the one wearing the mask? Who's doing all this? And they throw a second swerve in there that it's two people, so how? Of course it is, because how could they have gotten away with all this shit if it wasn't if they weren't teaming up? You know what I mean? So, but Scream is one of my favorite horror films mm-hmm. of all time, and, and it uh, does it definitely fits into the murder does. mystery. Yeah. You've done it, yeah, totally. Yeah, does. yeah, it's great, hundred percent. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, who else has got one? Um, I'll say one. Um, can I, I let me say one I thought was funny real quick because uh, you know I googled it too. Um, they kept saying JFK was a whodunit. You know the Kennedy, ah, like, I saw that too. I saw that. Like too. really, are we still on that? Are we yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We no. I mean yeah, that's the ultimate whodunit. Like ever, we're never gonna know. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, actually, you know what? You know what is a whodunit? Is seven. Seven is. Yes. A, a, I mean, it's one of my favorite fucking movies of all time, um, and it absolutely is a whodunit. You know, it's it's weird because it's not like a. It's a whodunit only as much as uh, you don't know who the killer is. It's not right, like, right. It's not like he's hiding in plain sight. Right. Although, it's not a stumble we wait. Although he is the fr- remember he is the photographer at one point. But right. Right. but he's that, not so, really yeah. someone that's officially introduced. But yeah, the, I mean it's more of a right. murder mystery type uh, horror movie. But it is it, it is a whodunit at, at, at its core. It's a, mm-hmm. it, it's but it's got that whole sure. like you know procedural cop yeah. angle too like cop you know drama. I mean? mm-hmm. Cop drama. <laughs> 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 Why don't you clean that shit up? <laughs> hey Jim, you got some shit on your mouth. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> Jim, you shit, shit on your mouth. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is the obvious, like one of you, the usual suspects is a who did yeah, it. You know, yeah, it's the, yeah, um, yeah. And and that's a, um, you know, that's one with the, the ensemble cast, and you know, there's there's a lot of lot of twists, especially in the third act of that film. It's like mm-hmm. they just keep like throwing the twists at you. Until the very end, so that's a very twisty film. That's uh, who done it, I would say. I, I mean, I think we all agree on one that is probably the best of all time, which Clue. is Clue. Hey, yeah. by far, we're, no, it we're, is. We're, we're we're all there on Clue. It but is. I got another one that I think, yeah, you know, it definitely falls into this category and is an all time classic. And if you haven't seen it recently, rewatch it. It still holds up, and that is. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah, that one. is a good one. That is a good it one. It's yeah. so well done. It, it, and even the special effects weirdly hold up to this day. But yeah. Like, it, you know, it's not perfect, but it, it still holds up. The story holds up. It's Bob Hoskins. Excellent. As the hard boiled detective. You know what's interesting mm-hmm. too, Dan, is the. Um, the film noir aspect of that film. I was going to say that. Oh, totally. It's really intricately done, the noir. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, the hard boiled, the components of it, yeah, the femme yeah. fatale, Jessica right. Rabbit, like the perfect femme fatale. Right, like, they toss yeah. all those tropes in there, but they work in such a cool way with the mm-hmm. animation, the, the combination of the live people in the animation and um, and the whodunit. Yeah, so it all kind of flows together. I like mm-hmm. 
Hulu favor. I drive it a lot. I guess you, you can okay. see it on Disney Plus now. Yes, yeah, it's it Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. So if Which you want to rewatch it, so good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a great pick. Yeah. Um. Actually, when uh, DP mentioned Robert Downey Jr., I thought he was going to bring up the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's a good one too. Oh, that nice. was that was Ryan Johnson as well, I believe. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's one of those movies I haven't seen in quite a like I know I've seen it and I know I loved it. It just it's been so long I oh, can't even didn't, tell didn't you we much watch about that it. like on yeah. our Christmas special? Wasn't that like a Christmas flick? Or maybe maybe the same maybe one? No, that was the long kiss goodnight. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, I mean, I've that's seen right, that. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Right, that's, that, that, uh, that's DP, it. I'm with you though. Uh, exact same sentiment. I know mm. I've I've watched it a couple times. I know, mm-hmm. I remember loving it. I I need to see it again because I wouldn't be able to really tell even much about the plot besides i remember val kimmer's character being gay and robert downey jr is like a washed up dude in los angeles and mm-hmm. but yeah excellent movie god there's yeah. there's some there's some good like not necessarily classic whodunits but they could fall into the whodunit but they also you know are part of other genres but they you know they blend they blend they're like genre blends mm-hmm. and they're, 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 there's good stuff in that genre you know, well, boys, boys. So, um, Clue, like we said, is best. the best who done it of all time. Yeah, it's, it's peerless. It's, um, but we're also talking about uh, breaking news and like new news and stuff like that. There is an article that came out last month about uh, the Clue reboot, and apparently, I'm reading it right now. Apparently, it is supposed to still be Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. I'm mm-hmm. not sure who Bateman's supposed to play, but this is what I'm a little nervous about. This uh, deadline reported this that original originally there was a script that was written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Is that that's that's some people that we should know? Mm-hmm. They're people. They're in Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know. They're humans. Um, <laughs> there's a new script that's being written by a guy named Oren Uziel, who co-wrote The Lost City. Oh. Okay. Uh, it, like I said, Lost City's a fun movie, uh, but it's not because of the writing. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's, no, but yeah. it's because of Brad Pitt. And then when he's dead, no, it's no, not no, yeah. no. But 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 this guy's not on an island. He's writing it with others. He's co-writing. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know who yeah. he's co-writing it with, but um, yeah, but he's he's writing it, rewriting whatever Rat Reese and Paul Warnick. Did. So, 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 so I hate to go down a rabbit hole. Twenty century fox. I hate to go down a rabbit hole here, right? But if they're doing a remake, what, what, it, as fans of the film, do we want either a a shot for shot sort of remake, like so it stays very, um, um, you know, strict to what we've seen, like they keep the, a similar script and tone and all that. Or do we want someone to put a new angle on Clue? What what are we what are we hoping for? Yeah, I think in a perfect world you'd want a mix of both. You know what I mean? You want something in the middle of it. You want them to keep that old school kind of. Where does that take place? Is it like in Maine? Am I crazy? It's not in England, is it? No, am I, I no, it's New England. It's New England. I feel like it's Maine. Oh, it's New England. Yeah. Or New Hampshire. New England. It just it's very um, vaguely New England. I think she's yeah. from. I think she's maybe from one of the islands. Yeah, maybe Rhode Island. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, the can I tell you what I want from a yes. new clue? Yeah, 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 please. 
for them to use the fucking cast we came up with. <laughs> yeah, is it. there a better fucking cast than what we came no. up with? No, but we never came to an agreement on on Watchword because you guys fought over yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen and Ricky Gervais, and mm-hmm. I still think it should be Jude Law. And you guys got mad at me over that. I, I'm not. I, I don't hate Jude Law. I don't hate Sasha Baron Cohen. They could go. Put it this way: any one of the three. Guys, are you guys down for another uh, episode to, to recast again? Mm. Another movie, yeah. Yeah, that, like we're gonna recast Clue again, AJ. Yeah, recast Clue again. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the same shit. Yeah. No, I got, I got other names. Issa Rae, but, but anyway, no, but no! anyway, hey, <laughs> wow, big anyway, fucking I, fan I, of Issa Rae. I, I, huh? I, I, yeah, I think I, what like, I'm Issa Rae's my girl, yo. <laughs> what, what I would want in a Clue remake would be like like a similar sort of vibe yeah but a different setting maybe like not that particular type of mansion like a different more modern setting yeah Mm -hmm. but you know and obviously with depending on who you cast um and obviously you know like a different outcome at the end i think maybe would be cool like as far as like who yeah. the killers are, like yeah. di- like don't give me Mrs. Peacock and Miss Scarlet, and then all of them. Give me our lives else. are in danger. You beat Nick. <laughs> give me something else. Give me something else. Like as far as who the killers are and stuff. Like do it diff- Do it a little bit differently as far as like the end result. That's what I would like. All right. All right. Yeah. I like the setting. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about the original Clue. There's the sure. setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm open to anything. I still don't like Ryan Reynolds as Wadsworth. Is that I, still, what, I like Ryan Reynolds? He, is that what he's being cast that, as? That seems to be the rumor. That's, now, here's the yeah. thing. I, I actually I was thinking about. It. I was literally uh, in the shower, fondling myself earlier this morning, right? And yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I saw. <laughs> I mean, wait, what? Naturally, naturally, I do. I was yeah, naturally thinking up. about Brian Reynolds. On, and, yeah, DP yeah, has him. Um, <laughs> the, um, and actually, I thought he'd be a great Mr. Green, if anything. Mm. You know, like he could pull off the Reynolds? Kinda, yeah, because like think about him in Free Guy, Colonel right? Mustard, like, maybe, maybe, but like think of him in Free Guy, he could kind of play that kind of nerdy, straight laced kind of guy when he needs sure, to. Sure. Think about him with a stupid pair of glasses on. I think he'd be, I think he'd be good. Sure. I don't see him. I can't see him as Wadsworth. I just can't see it. He's he's too, he's too ironic. You know what I mean? Like he's too. Well, with him as Wadsworth, maybe they need to change the setting because he'd be yeah. stuffy in that mansion. There's something about Wadsworth where he's like charismatic and outlandish but it's subdued and like i think ricky gervais mm-hmm. could pull that off i think sasha baracon could play that up pull that off i think i think he could we all had um, good picks yeah i just don't think i, I mean i like i like reynolds i like reynolds in anything you know except for the lost city actually no wait that was that was that other idiot right but what's the what's the one that what's the one that uh what's the one that he did recently reynolds that i didn't like you know, uh, life. Uh, yeah. uh, um, well, I, I oh, don't know. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, the action one right on Netflix. Red Notice. Red Notice. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. I did not. Oh, no, like the that. Gray Man. No. Oh, I haven't oh, seen. Jesus, the, I haven't was... seen Gray Man yet. Don't, don't, don't. I, uh, I heard the books are great, but uh, that, that's that's fine. Well, isn't Gosling? Is Gosling in the Gray Man? That's Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Never Go mind. It's Gosling, Gosling and Evans. Gray man. 
We're all over uh, the place. These guys, these guys all bleed into each other. We're all like, over yeah, the, the same guy. Was it the Adam Project? The, well, I did not love that. Yeah, yeah. no, neither was did I. Super sappy. Anyways, um, yeah. yeah. In, in any event, it, we've gone off the, gone off the rails a little bit, but you know, um, I think the whodunit genre is back with Knives Out. I I sort of hope that we see more of it because we've honestly we've seen some like. Agatha Christie remakes like Kenneth Branagh did like uh, Murder on the Orient Express a few yeah. years ago mm-hmm. and it that wasn't great yeah and it didn't then, get reviewed well and then there was Jewel of the what was it called Jewel of Murder the on the Nile or something yeah, yeah, like something on the, Nile. Death on the Nile yeah, yeah, yeah Death on the Nile I think yeah, yeah. and I, I haven't seen that but it, it got it, it it got mixed reviews yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so the genre is cool but and I do I love Agatha Christie like yeah. you, even when she got uh, like attacked by those like giant alien bees at that dinner oh, doc- party, Doctor Who, yeah, yes, right. yes, I knew AJ would get that reference. Well, <laughs> and then she finally showed up again, like randomly. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah, you know, she came, remember she she got found. Did you guys know her book? Her. her book called "And Then There Were None" was originally called Ten Little Indians," but then they were like, "That's that's not PC." But yeah. the, then they found out that she her original name for it was called Ten Little," and and oh and right, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, I mean, <laughs> Ten yeah, Little well, Indians isn't that bad." Indians are all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, all things considered, <laughs> we'll take it. It's like. Ah, you're right. Indians. That's a that's a win. <laughs> that's what she called it. That racist bitch. Wow. <laughs> he got away with that shit back then. But uh, I know th- th- those are great. I mean, and that's what I was saying earlier. What I loved about of Knives Out, like you, there's definitely an Ag- Agatha Christie feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure, feel to it. There's a there's a. I even found like a little bit of um because I've been reading those Raymond Chandler novels. There's like a little bit of like the Big right. Sleep and the Dashiell Hammett Maltese Falcon. Like there's a little bit like that Benoit the Long stuff. Goodbye. Exactly. Yeah, Long Goodbye is great. The Big Sleep is great. Uh, Maltese Falcon, like I said, is great. Um, there, there's a feel to that. The Benoit Blanc is is like that. He he's he's one of those and those those type of characters they never get old. They're so fucking cool, right, especially for dudes. Especially for dudes, because like we all wish we were them, right? Like, we do. We wish right. we were private right. we investigators. Wish we were like we wish we were like we got the whole like room captivated on us, right? Like, literally like, all like, four like, of us solving the crime like in real time. Like, AJ, literally all four of us right now. If somebody was like, "Hey, I'm gonna," uh, I have a job for you as a private investigator that you can pay all your bills and live your life. We would quit every fucking thing we were doing right 100%. now. One hundred percent. We would, I would all be, do that. I would do it a hundred percent. AJ would give and, up a and, li- and live and live on my fucking <laughs> yeah. my, my houseboat. Yeah, yeah, drinking during the middle of the day, yeah. just like saying weird shit to people. I, I would fucking leave Nicole in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, would abandon his child, and he would just go. We would all do that in a heartbeat. It's like the greatest fucking job ever for a, if yeah. you're a dude. Right. So that's why those books and these movies will always right. be good. I, I right. mean, when you think about and, this, and, and like and noir, like the detective noir stuff, like that's always mm-hmm. relevant because guys eat that shit up. Like we yeah. want that. We want that. Mark, would make his daughter an orphan to have that <laughs> job. Literally, right now, if, if I could offer it to him, he would do it. And you just you just wake up whenever you want. You go. You fuck with people. 
Maybe you get into an occasional Sleep with fist a bunch fight. Of chicks. Yeah, you bang some broads. You get into an occasional fist fight. You drink bourbon at three on a Tuesday, and yeah, I, yeah. I just imagine all the crime. You sit in your chair with your feet on the desk, just drinking during the day, smoking a cigar, and just waiting for somebody to stumble into your office. Some debutante walks into your office trying to mm-hmm. get you to, to spy on her husband. And you say you're you're not working. On her. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really need the work right now, but I'll, maybe I'll take this one. You know, like, I'll make always. it worth your while. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, even fucking Jessica Jones made it seem like yeah, cool. I love that show. Like, like she was in this tiny apartment getting drunk every night, yet somehow it still felt like, hey, you know what? I do. I wouldn't mind because that life. You're doing whatever <laughs> you want. You know? You're doing whatever you want. You don't have to punch the clock. And and, and, and you're like and you're mm-hmm. and you're like. And you're like searching for clues, yeah. investigating, right. shit. solving puzzles, solving puzzles. It's doing fun. Yeah. You're doing it's dangerous fun. shit, right? You kill. It's fun. And maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe yes. occasionally, fucking punch someone in the face. Right? You might get shot face. at, or you might get shot at. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's like my dream. Yeah, literally my dream. But so these whodunits are like, they're cool in so many ways, and they're like we're we're living these fantasies by watching these. These films. Anyway, mm-hmm. but this is a fucking awesome episode. Do you guys? I'm, say- I'm gonna write a movie script about a guy who just thinks he's a private investigator, but you know, he just like, <laughs> but like he's not really. Like no one hired him, but he's just going around. It's super meta. People. Like you're writing about the life of this private investigator, and then you're actually living it and doing the thing. <laughs> yeah. In- yeah. Investigating what time his neighbor takes the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The neighbor has no. He's just a guy. He's he's like a data analyst somewhere. Yeah. Like, Nobody. Um, that's that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, but I tell you, worse. that whole like Sherlock Holmes kind of adaptation is fucking everywhere. Like it, so many shows. When you, uh, like the fucking TV show House is really just mm-hmm. fucking Sherlock Holmes. You know, it's this kind of drug addict asshole that solves mysteries. Yeah, and he has like one friend that he can talk to and. Instead of Watson, it's Doctor James Wilson. You it's know? why it's why it's but, why you love it's why you love Psych. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that is absolutely yeah. fucking Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It, it's it, it's just one of those things that holds up throughout the fucking years. Yeah, you know, man. like yeah, this. It's been around for hundreds of years, and it and it still works. Right. It never just, it never it's wears a great out. Well, story. Done. Yeah. You know. You know what I also like about Private Investigators in all these books mm. and movies. It, it's almost like it's okay to backhand a woman if you're one of these guys. You know what I mean? It's like totally normal. It's like where well, you shake one mm-hmm. a lot, get a hold of yourself, like what, like that. Uh, that's my dream. So yeah. um, speaking of get, the, and those and fucking and Gone get, Baby Gone with uh, yeah. what's name Casey Affleck as the private investigator. Yeah, the Kenzie and Gennaro ah. novels. They're so fucking awesome. good, man. Awesome. Yeah. That's Dennis. Yeah. Is that Dennis Lehane? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Den- Kenzie yeah. and Gennaro. Yeah, it's fucking great. So Mar- Marky, would you would you leave it all behind right now to be a private investigator <laughs> and drink bourbon? I mean, I, I have uh, yeah. I mean, boat. my my uh, that's yeah. Almost my entire life, I've Dave dreamed about being like some sort of like uh, criminal investigator, but not <laughs> in like a r- real way. <laughs> right, it's, you it's, don't actually want to be yeah. a cop. Right, you just want to yeah. solve crime. You don't want to go to the academy. Yeah, you just want to solve crime. Exactly. <laughs> Why it's so you don't want to wear that stupid uniform and the badge. Yeah. You just want to solve crimes. You don't want to fucking have to shoot black people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fill, fill your quota. 
Yeah. Right. You don't well, want to have to give X amount of speeding tickets. Well, there was there was a, there was a show. Yeah, there, there was a show on uh, HBO with um with the that fucking kid from Scott Pilgrim. Um who's the short little prick from Scott Pilgrim? Is he a right man or is he a uh uh the Culkin? Or Kieran Culkin. Culkin. No, it's not Kieran Culkin. It's it's the Schwartz, no. Fuck. Oh, Schwartzman, yeah, Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Okay, he's on a show that was on HBO. It's, it's oh, a, I know you're it, talking about. It I forget Ted the Danson. name of it. Yeah, Ted Danson was on it. Um, oh, 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 shit! What the hell's the name of it? Right, he's. It, it's based on a true story about this guy oh, that like man. went on, that went on Craigslist and was just like, hey, I'm not a, as a detective. Uh, yeah, well, he he said in his Craigslist, I'm not a detective, but I can, you know, I can, I can help you with stuff. And people would hire mm-hmm. him to do these stupid Zach Galifianakis cases. was in that show, too. Yeah, yeah, he was like his buddy. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I remember you talking about I watched a few of those. They're pretty good. I forget the fucking name of it. it it's, 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 uh, it, it was, it was interesting, but like that's a true story. Mm. He's just a dude that went, that went on Craigslist. I was like, I'll help you out with random shit. And he got like tied up in these weird cases. Speaking of awesome, <laughs> random, random, right? giving me ideas, right? <laughs> Random bit of a uh, tribute information. Did, did you know that Jason Schwartzman and uh, Nicholas Cage are cousins? I did really not. And did you know that their uh, uncle Ford to death? Yes, their, that's their it. uncle is Francis Ford Coppola. Huh. Nicholas Cage and Schwartzman's, uh, m- maybe just Cage. Cage's real last name is Coppola. Guys, aren't you ever yeah, just really? like? Yeah, he changed his name so he wasn't like piggybacking Don't off you- of his uncle's fame. Don't you guys ever just wish that, like, you'd be, you'd be like just going through your daily drill and you come across some, like, I don't know, bloody footprints or something, like some random yeah, clues to some crime? Yeah. And you can investigate it? Yeah. <laughs> no, what you do is you, you begin well, I the love investigation. national treasure, too. Like, you, you know, <laughs> you accept the envelope of money, you bang the, the broad that comes into your office. Yeah. Yeah. You you make some headway on the yeah. case, and then you mm-hmm. tell her that it's going nowhere, and then it's over, and then you drink yourself stupid, and then you stumble across another clue that breaks a whole case open. That's right. how it works. Yeah, right. right. This is just that's how it easy. works. Easy as pie. I don't know why we all don't do that. Right. Like like today, you guys want to open a uh, private investigator firm, and we'll just do that <laughs> every day. And we'll just we will just you know whose turn is it when some broad walks in? Yeah. Uh, DP, you're up. We have like a board. All right, uh, DP, you're up. She's smoking that cigarette uh, with DP, the cigarettes like on the yeah. on the little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Miss Scarlet. Little cigarette yeah. holder. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. D- DP's like, oh, DP, you're up. You're like, are you stocked up on booze so you can get blacked out afterwards? All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, you're and, good to go. And for, and for some reason, it's in black and white. <laughs> Somehow our lives are in I'm black and white. I, I can't. I can't do it right now. I'm in my bender phase, waiting to stumble across the the case breaking clue. So, yeah, uh, right. yeah, we're gonna have to skip over Marky on this one. AJ, you got enough booze to get blacked out after you bang this broad? All right, yeah, you're yeah. good. Goodness gracious! All right, guys, we went off the rails. This is a fucking awesome episode. Seriously. <laughs> But I think we should, I think we should pull the plug on it. Does anybody have any um recommendations they want to throw out there before we sign off? Hold on, AJ, you don't want to talk about our potential private investigator firm for another hour. <laughs> I, 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 I do, I do, but I think I think we should talk about it off air. Okay, right. yeah, that's right. and, yeah. and then come back with some and actually get stuff. serious about it and start <laughs> right. putting shit together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I think we need to like. We're all going to get arrested in the next three months. Save the foolishness for another time. 
I'm he not fools using, around long I'm enough. I'm not right. I'm not using quote marks. <laughs> um, recommendations? No, AJ. I'm still reading. I'm still reading a lot. Great thing. Uh, I'm about four. I, I mentioned last week. I'm reading those John D. McDonald, Travis McGee books that they tried to make a movie about for the last ten fucking years. Yeah. I'm on like my fifth one now. It's great. Really good books. Really Terrific. quick, easy reads. I actually started reading the first, uh, the first, you know, the Spencer for Hire series. I got that here. I'm in the middle of that right now. So, reading a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything other than TV shows recently, and I don't think I have. All right, so no, I, no movie recommendations. I started I watching that. Uh, Go ahead, Marky. I was just gonna say I just started watching that uh, new Star Wars show, Andor. Um, only okay. made it, only made it about halfway through the first episode, but I can tell mm-hmm. that. Uh, Heard it's good. They, they yeah, they've they've put some uh some eggs into this basket. It looks really good. It looks really good. The story's fleshing out well just in the beginning from what I've seen. Um and it's That's it's refreshing point. to see uh you know, we may have talked about this before, but when Disney acquired Star Wars, I remember having a feeling of just like, oh fuck, like what are they gonna yeah. do? Like yeah. Disney Fi yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> but right, they've yeah. They've done an amazing job with these Star Wars stories that they're telling and uh, doing a different spin on it. So, like, so far, what I've seen with uh, Andor, it's, like, very gritty, like, almost like a neo-noir, like, the the angle of the way that they're doing it. And if you guys have seen um, The Mandalorian, that's, like, an Old Westy style of mm-hmm. a Star Wars story. So, like, this, these shows that they're doing, they have, like, the shows and the different... yeah the different stories that they're doing they're they're going at it as a different genre within the star wars universe it's been pretty interesting no that's cool i heard it's worth a watch so yeah yeah that's uh, that's my pick for anigo montoya diego luna that's right yeah (laughs) yeah i i got a quick one so um i was struggling to find a recommendation and then i was on youtube i'm I'm like always on youtube just kind of like browsing around and I, most people that listen to this show already know that I'm a huge Aubrey Plaza fan. Mm-hmm. So I found this video about Aubrey Plaza. It says Aubrey Plaza reads thirst tweets. <laughs> Shit. And uh, it's fucking hilarious. So I went down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I, read, I went down this rabbit hole of, of Aubrey Plaza. And there's some amazingly hilarious stuff on YouTube with like, compilations of her on like you know late night talk shows or red carpets just doing you guys have all seen parks and rec of course i hope Mm -hmm. she has they have this whole reunion somewhere where they're singing um the um but you know bye bye little sebastian like they're singing that song five thousand candles to the wind yeah and she (laughs) five thousand candles to the wind and she's making out with jerry Like literally making out with him. No, no. I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah, go down the Aubrey Plaza rabbit hole on YouTube, guys. That's my recommendation this week. Hysterical. She's so funny. Marky, anything before we head out? Me? Oh, DP. 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 Yeah. Um. Well, well. So, like Tim, I I just started reading it, so I don't want to. I'll save her for next week, but uh, okay. Uh, I just started reading this the the new Andy well not new but somewhat new Andy Weir book you know the guy that wrote The Martian he's mm. got a new one out or newish you know uh, so I'll, I'll wait till I finish it before I actually recommend it 
But I, I will say uh, the third season of Harley Quinn just wrapped up a week ago, the animated series on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I, I know I've recommended it off mic to you guys personally. I know Marky's actually watched some of it and fucking loved it as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the first three seasons are up now. Uh, it's been picked up for a fourth season. So if you go and binge it, you'll have something to look forward to. But yeah, the the new season of Harley Quinn was fucking excellent. Just wrapped up. And Terrific. <clears throat> I've been meaning yeah, to watch that love one, it. actually. So um, that's been on my list for a little while. So I should jump into yeah. that. All right, and and I, actually, one more, real quick. Okay, uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I just want to recommend the word gobsmacked. Like next time you're like, oh, I was shocked or I was in awe, say I was gobsmacked. It's just a fun word to say. So uh, I just want to throw that one out there. Okay, terrific. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, terrific. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I I think we should wrap up right there. It's a perfect, perfect time to do it. So for myself, for the CEO, Tim Sherry, for the smooth-talking, yawning southern gentleman, <laughs> Marky Bondurant, and for the movie council's daddy, Dan Sherry. Good night from the movie council. Peace out. It, it's almost like it's okay to backhand a woman. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>